Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, good afternoon. It's the 6th of October. I'm Nadine Blaney. This is the COB. Annette Beecher is here with me. We will be talking RBNZ, but Annette, <laughs> may we start with Hold the market? Me back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had the XJO finish down by six tenths of 1%, even after a positive start. And that was after a mixed session on Wall Street overnight. So, uh, you know, we're now. Well, we're actually still up week to date by a quarter of 1%. But it, it just, I think, speaks to the volatility that we're experiencing right now. There's certainly some volatility and normally steeper yield curves are good for financials. But the fact that we had a bit of a surprise announcement from APRA, uh, our prudential authority, saying that loan serviceability buffers have been increased. Now, in plain English, that just means whatever loan you're going to borrow, it used to be, can you service it at two and a half percent more? Now it's, can you service it at three percent more? Now, I don't think that's much of a policy. Uh, We can talk about that later. But the signal is the onus is on the banks to deliver. So I wonder if the banks started to deteriorate today because it seemed to coincide with that announcement. CBA, to your point, is off by 2%. We saw the rest of the big four falling between three quarters and 1.3% in terms of A and Z. Also, though, we did have a bit of a downgrade coming through for Commonwealth Bank because, of course, shares have been going so strong. So JP Morgan did downgrade CBA on stretched valuation, so that would likely play into that mix as well. Um, but yeah, take your point on macroprudential. But you know, Annette, this is no big surprise. This has been flagged. It's probably more that the RBA mentioned it yesterday and mm-hmm. APRA delivered it today. Ahead of the financial stability report on so Friday. So the financial stability report's on Friday, but the Council of Financial Regulators, which is all these guys plus ASIC, all met Friday before last. Okay. So they're they're all on the same table. It's not like anyone pulled a Swifty. It was just interesting that... APRA already told us that there is a paper coming. And so that's why most analysts thought, oh, well, there's a paper coming. It's, you know, but so to get this little tweak today, I mean, in APRA's own statement, it said this will have a modest impact on credit. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that there's more to come. I think that's the, the bottom line okay. there. All right. So I tried to keep her away from macro folks, but tried. All roads lead back to <laughs> macro, don't they, Nat? Well, it does when banking. The yeah. first hour of trade, all the banks were positive. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I snuck I'm that in just early. Teasing you. <laughs> uh, okay. Some of the better performers today: Whitehaven Coal. It saw its price target lifted forty-three percent to three dollars eighty-five per share by Morgan's. Um, it's all about the coal price story. It's all about the energy story. And interestingly, 
you know, India now being thrown into that mix as well. So that's what's behind Whitehaven's 4% move today. Mm-hmm. Afterpay today was also at one of the best performers at Square. Got a bit of news that it's going to be holding a special shareholder meeting to vote on the Afterpay deal on November the 3rd. So I think just put that, you know, in your back pocket as well. That's all moving along quite nicely. And we did have Santos came out with a bit of an operational update today and it was up by, just let me check the percentage. Yeah, close to 3%. So look, not gangbusters, but a a solid Mm. result on a day like today. And again, you can't talk about these energy guys without talking about the energy crisis as well because if prices continue to rise, um, these, these energy companies will be a beneficiary of that. Well, it's it's certainly challenging a bit of thinking because, uh, sorry, macro girl here, <laughs> but we were talking about transitory inflation all year and now we have very sticky energy prices. So it's just starting to creep into everyone's thinking now that, well, the final quarter of everybody's electricity bills are going to be through the roof no matter where you are. Yeah, well, I've been following on Twitter a few people in the UK detailing yes. how much their electricity Doubled. bills are going out. Yeah, but you know, and then you read into it more and you see there's a lot that has gone into it. It's um, policy, it's it's lack of wind, it's uh, global inflation. It's, it's all sort of a confluence yes, of factors yeah, yep. that are coming together. Um, so listen, you've written a view on APRA. We'll leave that there. Let's get to the RBNZ. It did hike as expected. It was priced in. At yep. 25 basis, cash um, cash rate rise. What you do you can, make of it? You can say they doubled the cash rate. You they did that. from 25 mm-hmm. to 50 if you want to play semantics. Widely priced, widely expected. Uh, I guess the surprise today would have been pausing, which they did in August, which is last time they met. Uh, the SNAP Auckland lockdown is now in its seventh week and speaking to Auckland Council this afternoon, he seemed pretty blasé that it could be another four to six weeks before the restrictions are entirely eased, despite the fact that PM Jacinda Ardern is suggesting it's time to live with COVID, not eliminate it. So all of that is a way of saying, you know, there was a quick hint of 50. No, it's not going to happen. The economy is running at 96% capacity. It's fully employed. Inflation is already at two, like proper inflation, Mm -hmm. not one-off inflation so they had to go next opportunity is november and then not until february the reason i mentioned that is it's widely expected they'll go again and then they've got three months to see how it unfolds over the over the break yeah and um we'll be speaking with jardin jardin new zealand's economist and investment strategist tomorrow first time we'll we'll have him on um is uh is John, and uh, we will be speaking with him just in the morning, and he is saying that he does expect at least two more 25% OCR hikes November, February, barring any major shocks. Beyond February, though, it becomes much more clouded, and he points to you know global and China in particular uh, in terms of uh, you know where that uncertainty will emanate from. So yeah, I'm really looking forward um, to hearing a little bit more detail on that from Jarden, New Zealand, going right to the horse's mouth. So that's about 10 past, uh, I think it's about 10 past nine. That's the question, morning. isn't it? Like markets are impatient. And so it's like, well, you've moved once. Where are you going? So the market wants to know where you're going. He sounds like at the dovish end, most analysts are going to one and a half. And the RBNZ themselves said they're going to two. 
So lots of views out there to thrash out. So John Curran will do that uh, with Cara Ordway in the morning. Um, let's get back to equities, shall we? And I'll just run you through some of the losers today, and that'll take us to some of the interviews that you can listen to to get some perspective. Flight Center, mm-hmm. down by 6.7%. Webjet, you see where I'm going with this? Bit of a theme. Yep. Had a good chat with Ben Clark from TMS Capital to end the day. He says, look, he thinks there's just been a little bit of overenthusiasm about these these names, these travel names, yeah, <laughs> yeah inverted commas. Um, and so that interview's up online if you want to take a listen to that. He also gives us a reopening buy that he says will benefit in the short term because we're not hopping on flights tomorrow, Annette. I mean, even yesterday, the Prime Minister changed, I guess, some of the color of it, saying that tourists won't be inbound until next year. Yes. So um, he says that, well, I, I'll give it away. Tyro is a way to play that immediate us all looking at Freedom Day oh, on Monday okay. because instantaneously people are going to be going out yeah, and no, spending absolutely. using the point of sale Well, I um, went technology. for a quick walk where he, as uh, you guys all know, we're at Barangaroo. I went for a little head-clearing walk and those restaurants are starting to rearrange the tables. I saw that. I saw yeah, that as well. They're, get, they're getting ready. They are so excited to be opening and we are just as excited to go and yeah. join them. They are dusting off all those wine glasses here in Barangaroo. And I hope to partake at some point soon. Um, So listen, we have sort of been dancing around the theme of this volatility. uh, But look, there are still, well, there's still plenty of ideas, I guess, as to how you can play these volatile markets. And we did speak with John Mills from Fat Profits. So he's got three stocks to buy in this volatile environment. And um, Wedbush, we spoke with Dan Ives from Wedbush Securities Look, some people are calling for a massive tech bubble to burst, and he says that it is still a bull market for tech. Yeah, I, I, yesterday I think I had five, three stocks for interviews, and today I had zero. So <laughs> I absolutely front-loaded my stock tip interviews yesterday. Today was a bit more thematic. And one thing that I will highlight that's not in the show notes is I had a chat about cybersecurity, a new guest based in Canberra. And she said while everyone was obsessed with the submarines, Mm -hmm. with the AUKUS deal, she said buried in there is an alliance on cybersecurity and quantum computing. And and she said that's significant because we need help on cybersecurity. It's a global phenomenon and having the US and UK on board was certainly welcome but definitely underappreciated by the media. Yeah, that's a good one, Annette, because it's been one of my bugbears, I think, as you know, in the newsroom is that this is just something that is going to We've put our whole lives in the cloud. We are more exposed than ever. We're vulnerable. Absolutely. so are corporates, so are businesses, so Mm -hmm. are those listed companies that you invest in you we you know we should do it more just what are you doing in terms of cybersecurity home with major institutions that if you get a bug on your laptop you can compromise a global institution so it's fascinating subject yeah well that sounds like a candidate for the weekend newsletter i think there there was was a hint that was a good one (laughs) well speaking of the future uh future fund stock series continued on the call today with koshi let's get a view from andrew veitland from dp wealth advisory and henry jennings oh the dynamic duo Duo. (laughs) (laughs) from marcus today take a listen ladies and gentlemen mums and dads boys and girls henry today's choice uh, from vanguard uh, and a diversified etf vdgr it has a range of exposures australian companies international companies fixed interest small companies 
uh, bonds, etc. And the fund has returned, it's been going about four years, but it's annualising about 9% per annum returns. We like VDGR because it just gives you that 30% cushion, 30% in defensive assets. So if there's a bit of pain about, it sort of cushions you. So uh, okay. VDGR is the one that we use in the Violent House. But I did actually pick one that I thought had some serious diversity, some bit of future fund-ishness in it because of where it's exposed, and that was West Farmers. I think for me, West Farmers got that nice conservative bias with Officeworks and Bunnings, plus the lithium kicker, specialty chemicals, disciplined management, good growth profile, and what's better is that it's been whacked recently as well. Yeah. So, um, kiddies you might be getting a bargain from your old <laughs> Uncle Henry. So, those are, well, I think they're pretty safe bets for a future fund. That's um, the idea. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> and uh, they, the guys there actually sent um, a company into the call fantasy portfolio. So, if you'd like to listen to that um, entire episode, you can do so if podcasts are your thing. Um and that tonight we get ADP yeah. in the a States. ADP, uh, even though every analyst says don't look at it, we do, we as do. do the markets. The markets are looking for 430,000 ahead of, of course, that key payrolls later this week. And so a disappointing number. The markets will react to it no mm -hmm. matter what the analysts say. Yep. All right. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, tomorrow I'm looking for, well, I'm, I always look forward to all of our <laughs> interviews. Wah, wah, wah. But I'm looking forward to speaking with Todd Warren again. He is from Tribeca and he's a commodities specialist. We haven't had a chance to speak with him to, for a little while, so I'm really keen to get his there's take on. There's a lot going on, going yeah, on I know, I'm going to have to cull it. But, you know, there's there's lots in there. And also, what happened to uranium? What happened to all these you That's know, right. little that was pulses that we've been seeing coming through? So definitely was all the buzz. Well, I've only got payrolls from my side, Aussie payrolls, I should say. But this is starting into September because next week is the Aussie employment report. So we all know it's going to be a shocker. It's just by how much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, John Karen from Jardin will be joining us from across the ditch. We've got uh, Jared Rubin from City is joining us. Uh, look, it goes on and ends tomorrow. Boy, I'm getting really ahead of myself with Claude Walker from A Rich Life. I'm going to put on my Ausbiz hat, Annette. There's a visual. Into the world. <laughs> visual We're for done for a long day yeah, after a big day of like esports and, and e-betting. Right. So uh, we did have our event. Thanks for bringing that up, reminding me. Um, we had our event. You can still register at osbiz.co forward slash game on. And if you want to catch up with uh, the wonderfully wide world of gaming, gambling, <laughs> fixed odds betting, and I've learned so much. There's plenty of opportunities in both the listed and unlisted space in that area if you're interested. There you go. That's a big opportunity. Got to go put the top down in it. Go put the top down. Enjoy the sunshine. Do it all again tomorrow, 8.30. See you then. 